Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good mythical morning, everyone. It is I, the gorilla economist himself, V the gorilla, v, the gorilla economist. Jeez, I screwed that up, Siege. Anyway, welcome, roguenews.com. Uh, check us out on Twitter, at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app, Note to Humanity. Also, check out uh, my... Oh, oh, my God, I forgot to introduce CJ. Siege, I'm having a weird Friday, man. Hey, V, at least I have an excuse. It's either from too much drinking or some cannabis, but I'm not sure about yours. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have those... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe lack of sleep. I don't sleep. Oh, that could be it. Yes. I agree, V. You work a lot harder than I do. I completely agree. (laughs) I need to, you need to, I I, I think you need to start introducing me to tequila or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, folks, we are live and we are back to dynamic duo himself, ourselves, the gorilla and the economist and the producer extraordinaire together. We're bringing down the house. Check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com, mycbdedibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. Siege, is there anything new coming out down the pike with my? Yeah, CBD? yeah. So there's there's been a recent terror of merchant services who are going after like Delta 8 and shutting things down and everything. So we're on the final stages of getting that solidified. The site's ready to go. It's just a matter of plugging in a payment portal because the last thing that I want is, you know, I had a couple of emails whenever we thought we originally had it. And people were like, hey, look. There's nothing there for me to input, and that's the last thing we want to do. So, so be patient with this. Hopefully, underwriting will do their part today, uh, get us approved, so that we can get that all taken care of. And and yes, we do accept cryptocurrency as well, uh, which is just again just a little bit different process. But we will we will have that up. Let's let's say Monday, V. Monday's launch day. Awesome, awesome, and that's going to be fantastic. Siege, where do you want to begin? There's there's a lot going on here, and I think this um, there's a lot of pots cooking and sizzling in the geostrategic geoeconomic sphere. One of those pots that are sw- sizzling right now is uh, a pot called the Fouch, aka Anthony the Fauci Fouch. And arrest Fauci is something that a lot of people are saying. The man lied to Congress. CJ, can I can I get up there to in front of Congress under oath in front of the Senate? And can I just lie to them under oath? Damn, bro. I 
I highly doubt it. I mean, you know, we 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 look at uh, our tax forms wrong, and we get we get questioned. We even look at them wrong. B. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Former FDA head and current Pfizer board member. Okay, so here's Pfizer. Okay, whose parent company is Glasgow Smith Klein, whose subsidiary TFKS is one of the, the, the main agents that helped put together the entire Wuhan virology lab, which is not a bioweapons lab, okay? So, which is funny, right? But for some reason, the GSK-linked lab, and GSK's been in China for over 154 years. Shocking, isn't it? Right? They were heavily involved. GSK was uh, an intimate partner uh, you know, in the last 154 years history in China, and they were very intimately involved with the Brits during the whole entire opium crisis. Okay? So that's the backdrop. Now, here is the uh, former FDA head and the current Pfizer board member. Okay? This is not, they're, they're throwing this guy under the bus. They understand the heat is on, they don't want discovery. They don't want to tell you where the real gain of function was created and how this whole damn thing came to be. So they're going to throw the guy who is, and, and look, as corrupt and disgusting as much as I despise Fauci. In this global conspiracy that has emerged, and remember, you can't let a good crisis go to waste. In this global conspiracy where they created a Emergency use case scenario authorization. Emergency author use authorization. And I've went over this before, where you have an e a, a EUA, okay, emergency use use. Oh my God, I can't talk today. Use authorization. All right, when you have one of those things set up, that is entailed giving you the legal precedent, stating that there is no official treatment for this disease, and this is the only way we're going to be treated is through the jab. You're effectively saying the jab is the only treatment and any other conversation about alternatives is a moot point. It should be ridiculed. It should be stonewalled. It should be stopped. Okay, that is a dangerous precedent that we're in. So the big pharma companies would like to continue the EUA. And they like to continue the EUA for as long as possible in perpetuity. Okay, as long as they can possibly do it, they want to do it. All right. So the wheels start coming off, right? There's a lot of pushback against vaccine. But you got to understand in order for the scam to succeed, in order for something, and I don't give a rat's rear end how many fake ass images, I'm not calling it fake, but they're real. I don't care how many fat, out-of-shape people that I got to see in hospital rooms that have a BMI over 55, okay? And they're in the hospital in West Bumble Hoo-Ha, breathing through tubes, and they're saying, I should have taken the vaccine. <laughs> I should have taken the shot. You're not going to convince me, okay? Because at the end of the day, and I'm not anti-vax here whatsoever, right? Well, all I'm trying to say is this. When you have something that has the fatality rate, and still, and in the last almost two years now, we have a considerable amount of data. And what we have here 
is something that still has a 0.002% fatality rate. That is no reason to shut down the entire world. That is no reason to destroy the lives of tens of millions of people and their livelihoods globally. There's no reason. And in order for this entire power grab to work, they need this whole entire vaccine passport garbage to go through. They need to go through. Why? This way they can constantly jab you. In other words, the coup has become the Osama bin Laden of our generation. The coup has become the perfect invisible boogeyman, the one that you're constantly under threat for, the one who is the chief terrorist ready to terrorize you. So they got to keep the, 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 the whole entire thing going. And now that they see that there's a great pushback globally all over the world, whether you're in France, whether you're in the UK, in Spain, in Portugal, whether you're here in, the, in, in, in Australia, New Zealand, here in the United States, there's a, a massive, massive unpopularity around the world in relation to these passports and these certificates that allow you access to normal everyday life. So now, fast forward to this. We knew the heat was going to come on Biden, especially when a lot of the the uh, the the data was starting to come out that this is uh, there's a strong link that this is man made. You know, Siege and I we've been talking about that since day one. B, you're spreading conspiracies again, B. I know, man. I can't <laughs> I can't help myself, man. I can't help myself. You know, I just gotta talk about that. I got my tinfoil hat on right now. But but from day one, we're talking about this is most likely man-made. From day one, we cited the articles that was put out by the four Indian scientists who said that there are four gene insertions within the viral structure itself of the COOF that is synonymous in structure and the type of structure that we can, that they've traced back to the human immunovirus, or also known as HIV. Okay? So we know this thing is violent. And then months later, we knew we heard about murmurings of, you know, in the shadows of gain of function. And we've, uh, there's some great investigative work that was done by those uh, scientists. And even Zero Hedge put out a wonderful article where they were banned from Twitter for quite a while, stating and telling you the exact pathway how this damn thing was created in UNC. Right again, Fauci's involved. Fauci's involved at every every level, right? It was originally concocted, hemhawed, and put together right here in the good old U.S. of A. But they couldn't, because of regulatory reasons, increase the virulency and or gain of function of it here in the continental United States, and they had to ship it out. Well, where the hell do you ship it out to? You see, GSK runs multiple. You, you got to give it to one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies in the world. And that's a GSK, right? And then GSK, which has thousands of labs all throughout the world that could have easily propagated. They could have just taken this damn thing to Canada. They could have taken it to Brazil. They could have taken it to Guadalajara, Mexico. Hell, they could have even released it in Afghanistan. They could have put it anywhere. They could have even started it here, but they couldn't, right? Because the whole regulations and stuff. 
But during the military war games, uh, the, the, the world military games, which happened in November, which happened in a city called Wuhan, where you, the United States soldiers participated. Now keep that in mind, as I'm going to connect to something else. We have that occur in November. But we also know that in August siege, right, we have the antibody results that as far back as August of 2019, antibodies for co- for the COOF-19, okay, for the COOF, was found in nine different states, in the sewage systems of nine different states. In other words, there were people that were infected with the COOF and they were shedding the virus. And we found those antibodies. We also found thousands of people that already had antibodies. And this is a time between August and, uh, I'd say, November, where there was something going around in, in many states of the United States. I remember something walloping me for like an entire two days where I was just completely bedridden. And mm-hmm. it wasn't the flu. It was odd. Yeah, it, it hit us as well, the winter leading into exactly. the spring. Yep. Exactly. So we all remember that. Then on top of that, you all forgot about the nursing home that happens to be right next to Fort Detrick, Maryland. And what happened to that nursing home? 60 people died. What? Oh, yeah. There was a respiratory illness of unknown origin that ripped its way through the nursing home that is not too far from Fort Detrick. Which, coincidentally, during that same time, as the nursing home was being ravaged, Fort Detrick conveniently shut down out of nowhere. They shut down for, like, the entire two weeks. What the hell happened? Hmm. Back to the military games. And right after the military games is over, the first cases of the coup started popping up in Wuhan. There's a, there's a, there's a plot line there, folks. There's a directional line there. Now, this thing could have happened anywhere. But geostrategically, it happens with a geostrategic rival. Kay Bono, who benefited? Who benefited the most during this crisis? And I'm going to paint for you who the criminal is in this. Who benefited the most? In the last 20, in, in the last 20 months, CJ, which governments of the world have ratcheted more power from their people, has introduced more draconian measures, has destroyed livelihoods, has brought their economies to the brink of ruin, has decimated the lives of millions of children and millions of uh, educated. Which governments did that siege? Would that be the Western governments or would that be China? That would be the Western governments. Boom. Boom. Now, which government siege in which countries, which country siege in the world are the most insolvent, broke nations in the world? Would that be the West or would that be the East? Mm, definitely the West, V. We, we, are, we are podunk. So who stands to benefit from collapsing the fake fiat economy that they've been running, the fake Ponzi scheme they've been running for the last several decades? Who stands to benefit from a centralization of power? Who stands to benefit from the propagation of a... Uh, of a of, uh, of these equities and stock positions, which are overvalued too high, 
who stands for profit? They, I'm gonna take a wild guess via the West. Bingo. Bingo. K Bono, folks, follow the money. Follow the money. The whole entire plan was to have this, blame it on the Chinese, and get the yellow terror going. Because China's an evil. People that talk about stuff like that don't understand the history. And I'm not, I'm not no, look, I, I'm not Chinese. I'm not some Chinese sympathizer. I would never live there. It's not my style. I'd visit there. I'd visit anywhere, you know, for a vacation. That's just not my thing, right? But you got to understand who's governing you. You got to understand. You got to start questioning who's feeding you data. You need to start questioning who the hell is making up all these stories. Remember, the United States always needs an enemy. They always need a boogeyman to fight. Because what was happening as the during you know during the build up to the coup? Well, you know we're losing in the Middle East. They've lost in Syria. They were an abject failure in the Ukraine. They were a total collapsing failure. The, you know all throughout the North Africa. All these things were. In other words, the empire was dying. So the global war on terror is not working anymore. So they need to pivot to Asia. The new boogeyman. Tag. You're it. China. Now this narrative, this, and this is where Chinese China pushed back. Said, "Why don't? How about we investigate Fort Detrick? They nailed it. They're not stupid." And then when people start looking at the at the trail here, and there's a trail. There's a paper trail. There's a biological, an evolutionary biological uh, trail, showing the evolution and the enhancement of this virus, right? And there's a a, a money trail. So there's three trails to follow. All of it leads back to Dietrich. All of this leads back to the West. All of this leads back to intelligence agencies. And, Bingo. And dark actors. Mm. Right? Mm. So what do we need? The West needs to fire back. So they take their patsy. They're Lee Harvey Oswald. Right? And that's Fauci. And they have this 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 weak-minded, corrupt psychopath lying to Congress, and this is what we have today. Former FDA head, current Pfizer board member Scott Gottlieb re- re- reacted to further revelations this week regarding the funding of a dangerous gain-of-function research by Anthony Fauci, noting that a previously unknown fast fact has emerged that lab tampering was undertaken on a MERS-like coronavirus, which are even deadlier than SARS-like relatives. Gottlieb noted that documents obtained under the FOIA also show that viruses were made more deadly to humans in several labs around the world, around Wuhan, including a level three biocontainment facility, which is lesser security than that of a level four labs previously mentioned in an outbreak. Now, folks, let me explain something to you. Every great country in the world, every great superpower, right? They have their bioweapons labs far away from population centers, except in America, where they have it right next to the population centers because their government loves you so much. Okay? So that's Fort Detrick. And they're actually putting up a new bioweapons lab in Manhattan. You know, what can go wrong? What can go wrong? So here we have a bioweapons lab that's a, a virology lab that all of a sudden starts to behave like a bioweapons lab by do- introducing gain of function. And then we have Fauci caught an email saying, even if there was a pandemic that should happen, it's well worth it. Fauci is going to be the fall guy. Is he guilty of sin? 100%. Should he go to jail? 100%. Should he be locked up? Yes. Should he be made an example of? Yes. 
But you have to understand the deep state's going to use him as leverage for their larger play. Remember what you're involved in. Okay, you're not involved in some, you know, you'd like to think as a Westerner that there's some great conspiracy that rules the entire world. No, it doesn't rule the world. Its main influences are in the Western countries. Okay, it doesn't have a global reach. It really doesn't. So you have to understand that they, realizing that the narrative is falling apart, they take their fall guy, their patsy right there, and they say, this is the guy who funded it. You know, this is the you know it, it, it blames Wuhan and China, but it kind of shifts to, hey, you know what? If if this research wasn't pushed by this idiot and his minions, none of this would have happened. An accident would have happened. Notice the narrative change. Before it was China, 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 China virus, China virus, and now it's it's Fauci. It's Fauci. And this because of Fauci and his funding and the gain of function research, right? The gain of function research. Now it just looks like a, an accident waiting to happen. Why would you do gain of function in, 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 a, in a virology lab that's only level three? Why, would you, why the hell would you do that? You got bats in cages and, and this, that, and the other. I mean, the, 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 the capacity to, to contaminate is, is, is tremendous. Why would you do that? And this is what you're seeing happening. Siege, your take. I think, V, I mean, you speak so much truth, V. It's difficult to, to process it because it's just, just so much truth. And I don't know if my, my system can handle that much truth coming at us, V, but <laughs> it's so overwhelming right now. Like, I may, I may need to go find my safe space and, and crawl away in it for the rest of the day. But, you know, and, and the challenge is this. The challenge is this. So, so I completely agree that, you know, Fauci is going to be the, the fall guy and as it relates to all this taking place. Uh, it's, it's interesting that Zero Hedge would actually, you know, have uh, Scott on and, and feature his discussion point. Because if you look back to his former position, which he was the former FDA head, under his direction, under the FDA, there was tons of scrutiny. Like, why this guy is even able to sit on a board of directors, you know, just truly amazes me. And the, the, the early, the, the easiest example I can give to this, and I, and I hope this resonates with our listeners. I hope, you know, first-time listeners that are tuning in right now, is that let's, let's also not forget, V, that during this time period when Scott was under the FDA, Yep. The fact is, is that Pfizer, Pfizer, who who the government gave permission for the jab, paid the one of the largest at the time criminal and civil liability lawsuits stemming from the illegal promotion of their drugs. This was to the tune. This was back in 2009 to the tune of two point three billion dollars by Pfizer okay so why is this company even allowed to have any U.S. contracts V if we were to go to the Securities and Exchange Commission if we were to go do a business venture funding there's a huge check mark on there and it says have you ever filed bankruptcy right and if you check that mark V you're not allowed to get funding you're not allowed to get to go past go and collect your two hundred dollars you're not allowed to do anything but in, in the United States of America, V, you can be a criminal corporation like J.P. Morgan, like Jamie Dimon, or in this example, Pfizer. You can pay a $2.3 billion fine 
criminal and civil, and still be the number one promoter of, of, of jabs in our country. The level of stupidity that we have as a majority of Americans, and I hate to speak that that way about about my fellow citizens and all that kind of good stuff but but folks we swallowed the dumb pill we followed the stupid pill a long time ago and and this just targets going back to the original beginning in terms of what is wrong yes absolutely you know understanding the assessment of covid the direction that we take you know to think that for two years now coming up on two years that the direction in regards to how we're going to fight covid is literally the same thing and there's been no creativity. There's been no innovation from, you know, the private sector to come in and take take control of this the way that it should have taken place with many doctors, many professionals who are out there actually speaking the truth about what they're witnessing firsthand. And to think that Pfizer is playing a role with this, to think that that Fauci is, is playing a role with this, it's just it just speaks volumes to the stupidity of, of our country and the direction that we're going to be. 100%. GridRebellion.com posted at, at Rogue News, China benefited from COVID by, number one, Hong Kong protests went away, number two, to test how China will deal with shutting down the USA trade. Both are complete fallacies, and I'm going to deconstruct that for you. So grab your notebook. Number one, okay, what is the Hong Kong protest? Siege, was the Hong Kong protest an organic grassroots protest against the the terrible tyrannical CCP. It, it, it was, V. It was, it was organic. It was... <laughs> how many it, how many Soros-linked NGOs were involved, CJ? Mm, mm. All of... I would say the majority of it, V. How well they were organized and funded. I mean, we've Bingo. seen this We've seen this before. Bingo. And who did China claim just the other day is an economic terrorist? What's his name, Siege? The man, mm. with the, two, the man with the two scrotums underneath his eyes. What's this guy's name? Gorgi, Gorgi yeah, Soros. That's right, Gorgi, Gorgi Schwartz, aka George Soros. The Hong Kong protests was a the, CIA. That probably has Nazi background anyway, right? Well, I mean, he, he loved, of course, he loved the Nazi. Nazis. He he fetishizes about the greatest times of his life was working for the Nazis, bringing Jews to the to the concentration camps. Was the happiest times and moments of his childhood. That's Gorgi, Gorgi Schwartz. Yeah, your boy, George Soros. Secondly. The Hong Kong protest was repackaging what we've seen in the early 80s in Myanmar, which was known as the CIA operation known as Operation Yellowbird. Remember that. Write that down. Operation Yellowbird. Because then you take – when that failed, it was a beta test and a run-up because all the assets that were in place during Operation Yellowbird, they did not dismantle it and then take it away. No, they repositioned those assets in where? Hong Kong. And what is Hong Kong? It's CIA of the Pacific. That's what Hong Kong is. It is an MI5 CIA stronghold. That is what Hong Kong has always been. It's been central to the opium trade. Like today, it is central to the fentanyl trade. Okay? The Hong Kong banks, like HSBC, British Controlled Banks, launder the most amount of money to narco traffickers, human traffickers, and, um, and, and, and terrorist uh, uh, money laundering as well. HSBC. You don't believe me? Talk to my buddy Brad Birkenfeld. He went to federal prison to prove that. Okay? Now, watch this. Operation Yellowbird was never dismantled. It was taken into China in 1989 through Hong Kong to create Tiananmen Square. Okay? And then when, when that thing fell apart, it never really went. Again, who are you using? Student organizations, NGOs, 
uh, agent provocateurs and uh, and 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 intelligence assets that are in main, that are in Hong Kong, especially a well-known Hong Kong gang that's in the back pocket of both British and American intel, which is known as the Chinese triads. That's Hong Kong for you. The entire Hong Kong protest, optics and all that stuff, was completely manufactured. It was fake. Were there millions of people walking the streets? Yes. But what were they protesting when the actual thing came out? What were you guys protesting? Many of them couldn't articulate it. That's number one. Number two, Hong Kong has always been part of China, just like Taiwan has always been part of China. Sorry, that's history. Secondly, they, the, a lot of people think it's oh, the China wanted to, you know, destroy uh, the, the the trade and you know see how deal with, you know how to deal with U.S. trade and this that, and the other. See, I'm going to rattle off for you because I am the gorilla in the econo mist. I'm going to rattle off for you some of the biggest trading partners for the China. Are you ready for this? Mm. Mm. Number one trading partner of China is the United States. Number two trading partner of China is Hong Kong. Right, which happens to just say British. That's basically it's, 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 it's City of London Corporation. When you hear Hong Kong, City of London Corporation on the on the on the financial side, on the military intelligence side, it's a it, it's a co-opt between the CIA and the MI6. Okay, Hong Kong. Okay, two hundred seventy-two billion. The number three trading partner is Japan. Number four trading partner is Vietnam. Number five trading partner is South Korea. Number six trading partner is United Kingdom. Siege, what happened during the coup between the U.S., Hong Kong, Japan, Vietnam, South Korea, and the U.K.? How did the coup hurt those countries? Did they shut down severely? Mm. Oh. Mm. We heard about the shutdowns and lockdowns that, you know, that, that happened in South Korea. It made national news. Oh, my God, they're locking down severely. Severe lockdowns in Japan. Severe lockdowns in the Netherlands. Siege, how do you destroy an export economy? You, you shut it down, B. Ooh, you shut, you it, shut down. it down. You shut down the export economy so the exporting country can't export, right? To this day, Siege, has the supply chains been restored? Has the supply chains recovered? Nope. No, not one bit. Exactly. Well, what's what's a, a, a cargo now to ship across freight? It used to be like a thousand five hundred bucks, and now it's like what, like seven or eight thousand dollars for a it's container? Just, yeah, it's like fifteen. Ridiculous. Grand. Yeah. It's like some people are paying twenty to thirty grand just to get a container, uh, you know, across and have it delivered. Most people estimate right now it's not going to be until summer twenty twenty two when just some of the supply chains will recover. So how does that benefit China? How does that benefit the biggest trading country in the world if global trade shuts down? How does that benefit the biggest trading country in the world to do this to their own economy? There's only one country siege. There's only one group of individuals in world history that has no problem sacrificing their citizens, murdering their citizens, or destroying their economies because they believe in the false lie of something better coming down the road. And that, that something better coming down the road means more of their control in your life. Now, would that be the evil Russians and the Chinese? Or would that be our wonderful plutocrats and kleptocrats in the West? Why would they shut this down? Why would they kill global, global trade? Why, why would the United States and the, and the UK... Why, why would the Anglo-American power structure... 
end global trade, to kill their own citizenry, to wreck their own economy. Well, they're telling you why they're doing it. They've told you why they're doing it. They, they look at it with glee. Why do you think Australia just like, they just can't wait to lock you down for another six more months? Why? Follow the money. Green New Deal. Follow the money. The Great Reset. World Economic Council. Follow the money. The Ponzi scheme is over. It's running out of steam. They've blown the largest asset bubble in human history. They can no longer fill it with air, number one. And number two, the Ponzi scheme works so long as you have enough willing suckers to buy into the Ponzi scheme. Guess what? Who's buying, who's buying U.S. bonds, CJ? Any international countries buying U.S. bonds these days? Nope. That would be yeah. us. That would be yep. the Fed. That's right, CJ. Because then like buying our own money back with our own money and putting it from one pocket to another. That's economy. Yeah. That's part of GDP. That's right. <laughs> well, that's GDP growth, man. It makes sense to me. <laughs> but that's what's happening. So the, the, the Ponzi scheme, it's running its course. So now it's game over. What do you do? Oh, well, we're gonna, this is what we're going to do. We're going to create a Green New Deal. We're going to create a global reset, and we're going to sell the world on it. But there's only one problem. You see, the, 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 the planners in the West have a problem. They've always had a very negative, racist, and poor view of both the Russians and the Chinese. They'd always tell you, Russia has a, has an economy the size of New York. Yeah, if you measure under GDP numbers. If you switch to PPI numbers, it's actually closer to Germany, even surpasses Germany. That's why they can build a rocket ship and a space station from start to finish from scratch, and Germany can't do it. That's why they can build nuclear submarines from start to finish, and Germany can't do it. That's why they can build advanced stealth fighters from start to finish, and Germany can't do it. But I just thought the Russians have an economy the size of New York. You've been lied to, you dumb moron. Folks, I'm putting on a clinic this morning. You paying attention? I'm putting on a clinic for you. This gorilla is on fire. Sorry. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Seriously. I mean, think about this, right? They know the scheme is over. So they look at China like, oh, China's just a, yeah, it's a, it's a problem. It's just another player on the block. No, it's not another player on the block. Lee Kuan Yew. Right, the, 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 the guy who, one of my favorite statesmen, the guy who literally took Singapore from a malaria-ridden rock into one of the most vibrant economies on God's green earth, Lee Kuan Yew said, China is not just a player on the block, it's the biggest player on the block. He said that in 2009. And he also warned America, don't go into Afghanistan, you need to get the hell out. You're going you're gonna to wreck your country there, and boom, it happened. But the Anglo-American West is like, well, we're going to have to do a global reset, but we're going to have to sell the rest of the world. So the rest of the world's been investing in our equities and in our markets. I guess I'm going to also get on board. I'm going to start touching base on that whole Evergrande situation. I was, CJ, you saw yeah. the emails that I was writing back and forth to right. fellas, right? Right, right, yeah. So, so... The, the, the Anglo-American power structure, the City of London Corporation, 
which came up with the Green New Deal back in 2007. The city of London created that in 2007. Klaus Schwab, a, a city of London lackey, okay, along with Wall Street, have this wonderful idea with all their think tanks and whatnot. We're going to have a great reset. A great reset. We're going to usher humanity into the, into the future. But we need to take care of China. How do we get rid of China? Well, you know, they're just a, a, a manufacturing and, uh, and, uh, uh, and, and a mostly an export country. Let, let's just screw up their global trade. And what happened? The Wuhan issue that happened in China affected, guess what, their biggest trading partners, including their emerging trading partners like Iran. Iran was greatly hit. Okay? And some people, well, look at that. It's spread to Iran, and it's killing people there because Iran has 5G. There's no 5G in Iran, bro. Okay? There isn't. So how does this help benefit China? It only benefits the, the, the Ponzi scheme players. Go ahead, Siege. No, V, and I think that's something you know that's very important uh, for those people who are, are still programmed in to understand or or recognize that you know that you know China is the great enemy of the United States. I I, I completely understand what what you know because those people who are still stating that the people in the chat room that are like you know you guys are wrong with all these things. I mean, I think I think a fundamental question that we have to ask ourselves is you know have have we been good stewards of of the dollar? Have we been good stewards of the leadership role that the U.S. has been asked? not necessarily asked, but that we've taken part in for the past 25, 30 years. Where is an example of that? Let's look here domestically. When we look at the income and the wealth disparity that's occurred in our country, where we see the top 1% year over year gain wealth and extracting that from the middle class and the lower class. Look at the status of our healthcare system. Look at our civil liberties and, and our freedoms. So these are fundamental questions that before you start pointing at at China, these are questions that we need to ask about our role of self-destruction and how we played a part in that. Yep. Look at the foreign policy. Yep. Where can we point a, 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 an example of, of, of a quote-unquote spreading democracy? Was it, was it Vietnam? Was it Iraq? Was it Syria? Was it Yemen? Was it Afghanistan? Help me out here to understand this. So so those people, those individuals, Steve Bannon, uh, the people who who are, are even maybe I'm not doc, I'm not sure if Steve Pacinic does or not, but label China as the aggressor, as the the great evil. Folks are doing that because they're trying to preserve the existing status quo of the dollar, of the dominance of of the world, and that's what you have to understand. The likelihood of that happening now is is gone. Okay, so wake up to that realization that that the rest of the world is moving away from a dollar dominated for trade, for reconciling, you know, all the, all the trade that takes place worldwide with reserve currencies. And when that happens, because of a failure of leadership in Washington, D.C., the United States is going to be isolated. We are going to be, you know, we're going to have to figure this out for, for our own. We can't count on, on any type of leadership coming out of Washington, D.C. And if we're not real careful... Look at inflation, the way inflation's hedging up. Look at the job market. Look at the discontent that's occurring right now with people not even wanting to work, even though even though the unemployment rate is is double the amount of, of jobs that are that are out there uh, available. People, this is where we have arrived. And if we're not careful, we are we will end up looking like a third world country. Not now, not five years, 
maybe maybe 10 years. And you can even see that in cer certain parts of our country already. You can go look in the urban populations of, of some of the large cities. And, and like, we showed a video the other day of where was it? New Jersey V of what, oh what it God. looked like, where it looked like the zombie apocalypse. That's what's happening, folks. So so please stop. Please stop that there's going to be some politician that's going to come to our rescue. The resilience and the self-sustainability and to survive the storm that we're heading into starts with yourself, your community, your family. So so don't allow all these distractions to take place. Uh, you know, maybe Fauci is even included in that. Definitely Trump is included in it. You know, the great deception. Um, this is where we've arrived and we need to prepare for that future. We can we can survive it. It's not going to be easy. We can survive it. We can get through it. But it needs to start with with each one of us recognizing that, V. Absolutely. Let me read a quote from our great founding fathers and one of the great geniuses of American history, Thomas Jefferson, just to remind you folks who your enemy is, because your enemy is trying to distract you right now and keeping your vision overseas. You know, you hear stuff like, like you know, the one guy in the chat, well, the Ch China's done uh, uh, deals with the Vatican for a thousand years. The Vatican has done thousands of deals with thousands of countries all throughout for thousands of years. There's no difference. Let me ask you a question, Siege. Guess which two countries the Vatican, the Jesuits are not allowed to operate in, can't operate in, or has a difficult opportunity to operate in? I would say Russia and, and, and China. Bingo. For, Very good. Yeah. And in China, do you realize the Vatican cannot even put a new bishop in there without that bishop being vetted by the Chinese first, by the Chinese government? Chinese government won't allow it. Why? They gut check these assholes. Yep. That's exactly what goes on. Who's allowed to operate in your country, folks? I think Georgi Soros and his son, Georgi Soros Jr., just took photo ops with Nancy Pelosi just the other day. Why is he still floating around? Give me a break, folks. The enemy is trying to distract you. Let Jefferson speak. If the American people ever allow private banks to control the issue of their currency, first by inflation, then by deflation, the banks and the corporations that will grow up around them will deprive the people of all property until their children wake up homeless on the continent their fathers conquered. I believe that banking institutions are more dangerous to our liberties than standing armies. The issuing power should be taken from the banks and restored to the people to whom it properly belongs. Amen. Well said. Absolutely. Switching gears, I want to touch base. We, we all, the only thing, look, we're on the eve of 9-11. We've got 15 minutes left before Harley, but I'm going to tell you this, right? Uh, look at BTC, and now it's saying that, uh, that Ukraine, right? As per the official website of the Ukraine parliament, the new law provides for a comprehensive settlement of legal relations arising in the connection and the circulation of virtual assets in Ukraine. So the Ukrainian government is all of a sudden now hot on the heels of El Salvador going to recognize Bitcoin. Folks, you got to understand what the maneuvering is here. Last several years, the cabal has been accumulating BTC at an alarming rate. Now, all of a sudden, the BTC that they initially hated, wanted to despise and, and, and control and cajole, now that they've actually, which they poo-pooed and they hated, they didn't want you touching it. They went ahead and they start controlling it. Now they're like saying, how wonderful it is. And what does El Salvador and, and Ukraine have in common, Siege? It has to do with stuff that's coming out of uh, Colombia, Mexico, and other places in the world, especially in uh, the, uh, used to come out of Afghanistan, too. What, yeah, what do they yeah, have in common? Yeah, yeah, drugs. That's right, narcos. 
two narco state, two client narco states, the United States, El Salvador and Ukraine, adopts BTC. Do you think the El Salvadorian president, if he was making some sort of an anti-globalist stand, and he says, you know what, we're going to unplug from the IMF and the International Monetary Fund, then the World Bank, we're not going to continue talking with these U.S. Uh, 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 hegemon anymore. Dude, the CIA would have popped him in 2.2 seconds. He would have been popped. You think the Jewish comedian Zelensky, who leads an army of neo-Nazis in the Ukraine, you think that guy could even take a shit without permission from the U.S. government? And now all of a sudden he's decided to, to make uh, Bitcoin act as legal tender in his country? What's going on here? You see, the, 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 the Ponzi players understand their fiat game is about to end. They need to switch to the next new thing. And that temporary gap stop between the next new thing and the collapsing Ponzi happens to be cryptocurrencies. I'm not saying don't invest in cryptocurrencies. I love cryptos. I invest in cryptos. I own companies that, that, and I deal with companies that, that, um, that handle that stuff. Right? But I'm not. Uh, but I'm not blind to the game here. I'm not blind to the game, and nor you should. Nor should you. I always tell people, look, if you got stocks and whatnot, don't dump it. Play the stock market. Why not? It's in a bubble. It's on a tear. It's going to be on a tear. You know, I, I was saying this in down at fifteen thousand. I said it's going to go to twenty nine. We hit twenty nine. I said it's going to go to thirty five. We hit thirty five. We're going to go to forty. Play it. But use the gains from those in order to you for you to buy either a assets. Or B, get the hell out of harm's way. Either or. Don't be a fool and sit idly in the marketplace. Partake. That's my philosophy. Be pragmatic about it. Don't be dogmatic and just because you know something or you think you know something, just start preaching it and, look, I'm not going to do that because it's all fake and bullshit. Great. Would you like to make some money? It's available. The greatest wealth transfer in human history is about to take place. Do you want to get paid? That's the bottom line. That's the question. So don't think it's some sort of a and you're going to hear in the next few weeks a lot of these people coming out and these, these twinks who don't know Jack, right? They're going to be out there saying, oh, my God, Bitcoin adoption by El Salvador and Ukraine. It's amazing. It's the, it's the revolt, the plebeian revolt, because every time they beat down the price, we're buying it. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not buying shit. The majority of the BTC supply out there right now is controlled by very, 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 very wealthy interests. You ain't buying nothing. Siege, uh, I want to also talk about the 9-11 real quick, and then we'll close out with Walmart. 9-11. On the the eve of 9-11, Siege, what do you think the only thing that was gained out of this whole mess, the last 20-some-odd years spent in the global war on terror, the only thing that, that, that rose up and that we gained in this country, Siege? The United... Not... We didn't gain anything. The only thing that took place was just you know, more government, the consolidation of government and, and the, the, re- the removal of our civil liberties and, and our freedoms be, um, that's it. That's it. So on this anniversary of nine 11, go ahead and celebrate the security state that we all signed that none of us signed up for, but we willingly walked into like a bunch of dumb sheep. That's what I got to say about nine 11. Last but not least, we've got that link for Walmart, which I thought was pretty in- interesting. Uh, this is making the rounds yet again. You all heard about the the dumbs, the deep underground military bases, the dumbs. 
and a lot of people were saying that the connection between a lot of these closed out Walmarts and the links to that. If you scroll down, there's a video siege. Uh, go down. There's a few. Yeah, you can click that one. If you go to the 6:55 minute mark, 6:55. The truth shall make you. Used to be a Walmart. There you go. All the Walmart's gonna get like this. The video. There you go. This video. I'm not happy, man. I'm at the neighborhood Walmart in San Jose, California. <clears throat> what it has become. I did not want to believe it, but it's happening. Does this look like your friendly neighborhood Walmart to you? No. Nope. Anyone who knows anything about jail or anything about that knows what this is. Wait, that's not the gardening center? <laughs> oh, I'm not allowed to go past this line, actually. Are you going to pause on that one? Yeah, it won't let me blow the video up. I see someone coming. If I get it, won't. Yeah, it just minimizes it for some right. reason. If you go down to one more down, uh, go back up. Right there. And. Skip it to about two minutes in or five minutes in. Start two. I mean, basically, you got an underground road roadway uh, all right, go here. A few more. That runs right there. So that's one of the trucks driving underneath these tunnels. These tunnels are supposedly stretching from like I don't know, like Colorado to Maine to I don't know, New Virginia to to Pennsylvania. I mean, these things are going for miles, right? Hit pause. So the question becomes now you you all could go you know see these videos on your own. It's on unz.com. Um, the whole talk about Walmart and are they FEMA camps? Are they this or they that? Are they there because they're going to unleash the next global pandemic and then put us all in uh, FEMA camps while jabbing us with the jab? Uh, is that a possibility? Yes. Uh, or is it B where the economy collapses and? They have nothing, you know, they're, they're going to put us there. And as they go, as they transition us to the Green New Deal, you're going to wipe out 100 million Americans. Is that a possibility? Yeah, it's a possibility. That's a, that's a possible scenario. But I think the answer is C. Okay, I think the answer is C. You have to remember, folks, the answer is C. The, the, and that answer is this. Remember what I told you years ago. The way this country operates is this. If the oceans of the world were to dry out tomorrow, we would still be building submarines and we will create a bucket brigade, a line going around the block where people will be passing buckets from a fire hydrant and all the way back and pouring that bucket on the submarine to keep it wet. Because that's just the country we are. It's just what we do. The security state, which is designed to burn money, and extract wealth has to do something with that money and that wealth. They're building all these things all over the place. In a currency collapse, who's going to pay anyone to round up U.S. citizens? Siege, do you know? Uh, no. Um, I... <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Nobody's going to get paid. How are you going to pay somebody? Number two. The, the military that did so well against goat herders on horseback and black pajamas and AK-47s, do you think they could handle a well-armed American population? <laughs> no. You think any country in the world is dumb enough to invade the U.S. 
knowing the amount of lead we carry? No. So what are these centers? These are just centers that they're building. Okay? Maybe they, they, maybe they think they're going to round people up and dissidents and those who, who reject the official government narrative and blah, 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 blah. Folks, let me explain something to you. There's all sorts of narratives, but the only narrative that matters is the narrative of money. The only narrative that matters is the, is the matter of economics. That's the, that's the real I don't care about all your conspiracy theories. I follow the money. And if the money says that all this fantasy role-playing that, that the government likes to do, building underground bases and, and claiming to have alien technology, because all the aliens, when they come from billions of light years away, see, they all like to crash land in America. We're the only country in the world that aliens crash. They don't crash anywhere else. They're the only one. All the other BS we believe in, right? You have to understand this. We they keep these bureaucracies when they get into power. In the future broadcast, I'll unpack how this whole damn thing works and explain some of the monies that are involved in this all this nonsense, right? But the bureaucracies, their main purpose is to keep is to keep justifying their existence. So they work on these idiotic projects. It's the greatest. What you're witnessing, okay, on the ground level, the conspiracy person is like, these are FEMA cops. They're going to kill us all. They're going to hurt us underground. These are unborn workers. They're going to kill us. They're going to. Other people are like, they're, they're, they're preparing for the asteroid strike, so they're going deep underground. That's not that deep underground. Number one. Number two. When the currency collapses, not all this stuff will stop. Because what you're seeing is as, as, as some sort of a, a a FEMA operation in order to throw you in a concentration camp, what it really is, Siege, what you're witnessing is the largest money laundering operation in the world. What do I mean by that? Siege, we've seen over 10 to $12 trillion churned between Iraq and Afghanistan. How many building projects were involved in CJ, uh, in, in Iraq and Afghanistan? Trillions of dollars worth. Mm. Okay. That pie just scratches the surface of the. Of the they money knew that that foreign spelunking is coming to an end. Why? Because when they tried to do it in Syria, the Russians gut checked them and sent them packing. So they can't do this all over the world now that China and Russia are at play. So what does exceptional stand do? Well, we can't go outside and build all these these uh, security monoliths to the security state. We can't fake that anymore. Well, we, uh, let's just uh, drill underground bases, and that's what you're seeing. For most people, this is the this is a FEMA camp detention site, and blah blah blah. They're going to take us over. What you're witnessing is the largest money laundering operation in the world. You are witnessing the last few trillion dollars of wealth being sucked out of the, your country. And when the final economy collapses, those caves that these morons are, are digging are going to be left empty and barren. They're going to be left empty because the real wealth of this country is going to be siphoned out of here along with these people who will escape here on private planes so they don't face justice. That's what's going on. You're witnessing a global money laundering operation coming to its end. We've seen it in Afghanistan and in Iraq. You've seen it in the Ukraine. Now you're going to see it right here in the United States of America. I told you this back in 2012. When the, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the nation or an economy or an empire fails, 
its security apparatus no longer looks for from enemies from without and begins to start looking from enemies from within. Welcome to the new normal. I'm the gorilla. He's the producer. We're out. Harley's next. Take it away, CJ. Uh, 